are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What is everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop Podcast, episode 137 of the College Loop Podcast. I'm Dylan Lark at your boy Tank on Twitter slash X. And I'm here to that Mr. Harrison Tar. Tar, how you doing, buddy? Sorry, I'm doing well. Sorry, I had a little cough come on as soon as you started saying that. Yeah, I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Happy to talk off the ball. Yeah, of course. And there's been a lot happening in the last, uh, what time is it? Uh, day, uh, as the transfer portal has officially opened up. But, you know, not the worst day for Auburn. You lost six players uh, in Amari Kelly and uh, just had the list in front of me and it disappeared. There we go. Amari Malcolm Kelly, Malcolm, MJJ, Malcolm Johnson Jr., Stephen Johnson, Jair Shorter, Stephen Sings, and Anise Sledge. NC Sledge. NC Sledge. NC, NC Sledge. Uh, have all entered their names into the NCAA transfer portal. And I kind of had, I went through the math. And you really, at wide receiver wise, you lost nine receptions, 144 yards, and you did not lose a single touchdown uh, from the portal. And defensively, you lost four tackles. Yeah. Um, I don't see any downside here. I mean, like all these guys, there's, I mean, like you said, you have to have these conversations. Like there's really not a route for you to play here. Um, and that kind of felt like the case um, for pretty much everybody on that list. I don't see a significant loss here. Not to mention, I mean, they're making room for what, could wind up being a tremendously ginormous uh, freshman class um, for scholarships. Um, so, I mean, so be it, right? Like, it, it is what it is. I think Auburn's talent they're bringing in significantly outweighs the what they've uh, lost to the portal. And I, I, I can say that right now for the freshman class, but the transfer portal class, I mean, I think that will certainly uh, – that, that Hugh Freeze brings in, I think will certainly outweigh what he loses. Uh, I think that uh, none, none of this is a bad thing. Let all those guys go, uh, go try to get PT elsewhere, fit in a system that they work in. Um, none of, none of these names surprised me. Um, and, and it's kind of, this is kind of the group we pinned, right? Like this is kind of the group of people yeah. that we're like, yeah, no, these guys are gone. Uh, we're missing a couple names that are not in the portal yet. And I think they will be soon quite possibly, um, quite possibly, if not this period, the second period, um, that will be out. out. I, I think they'll both be gone. And both of those that come to mind for me are quarterbacks, but, uh, where we're at right now, it makes a lot of sense. Like I, I get it and wishing these guys best. Yeah, and there's also other players that I've been hearing about that are not going to be that don't have any eligibility remaining. So uh, positions that Auburn's going to need to be need to go for for both just depth and strength. Uh, offensive line, of course, the four offensive linemen Auburn's losing to eligibility: uh, Gunnar Britton, Avery Jones, Jalil Irvin, and Cam Stutz. Wide receivers: Shane Hooks and Nick Mardner. Uh, D line: Lawrence Johnson and Mosad Nasili Kite. Linebackers or Edge rusher Elijah McAllister, linebacker Larry Nixon the third, and then defensive backs Nehemiah Pritchett and DJ James, all cannot return due to eligibility. So just positions that Auburn needs to go for in the transfer portal, and with the players leaving for the portal, there's also the ones who have been sent offers by Auburn today, and I think I only counted five that I could find. Uh, Will Shepard, wide receiver from Vanderbilt who I'll just go one by one talk about each one of these. Uh, Will Shepard, definitely one of the best players from Vanderbilt for the past two years. Uh, this past year, 47 catches, 684 yards, eight touchdowns, averaged 14.6 yards per catch. Uh, and me saying he's the best player on Vanderbilt in the last couple of years is definitely an understatement. He's also one of the better receivers in the portal. Yes. I think he's the fourth, I believe. That could be wrong. Uh, but six foot three, 198. Uh, only team I've been hearing about Auburn's going to have to compete against is going to be LSU because he's a he's a Louisiana native. 
No track. Uh, but I mean, I mean, it also just, Louisiana has uh, Louisiana State has a long history of successful wide receivers. So I mean, let's not it's not like act like that's not part of the part of the enticement there, right? I mean, they're good at developing wide receivers. I've I don't have I don't I cannot think of a wide receiver they've had that transferred in. Because they're, they're just going to get a wide receiver that they don't even have to develop because he's just that yeah. good. Yeah, but I mean, I think Will Shepard fits that mold. Yeah, and it would be nice to see him paired up with uh, Cam Coleman, a Perry Thompson, uh, Bryce Kane, a Malcolm Simmons, and apparently it may I mean, be a Ryan Williams. Footballs, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've actually changed the rules. Next year, Auburn's actually going to have a five-quarterback set. That way, everybody can get the, get the ball thrown to him. Right. Uh, and that way, that makes it easier on everybody else. Uh, another player that was sent an offer today by the Auburn Tigers, wide receiver wise, uh, Georgia State Panther Robert Lewis, uh, on the year had 70 catches for 877 yards, seven touchdowns, averaged 12 and a half yards per catch. And this guy is five foot 11, 185, definitely a speed threat, which would not be a bad thing to pick up. Sure. I mean, played, played on a hot and cold. Georgia State offense. I mean, could have been a thousand yard receiver. A couple things don't go go different. Fall fall different ways. Chips fall a little bit differently. I mean, that's a that's a team that could have had a completely different season if uh, they had one or two ball games, one or two possessions go differently, and uh, turnovers not his fault. So, and this this is a what the back to back off seasons where Auburn has been very heavy in trying to recruit a Georgia State wide receiver from the portal, right? Was a Jamar, Jamari Thrash, right? right. Was yes, that, was that who it was? So yeah, you know, you know, the second time's the charm. So try to right. just to get more speed threats. And I, I've not heard anything about Javarius Johnson leaving. So it'd be a nice little right. depth piece for the slot position uh, with him, uh, Jay Fair. And I'm surprised I've not heard Coy Moore entering the portal yet. Oh, that time's coming. I tried so hard to manifest that guy to have a good season. <laughs> did not work. I, it did not work. Uh, I, he might, he transferred in. So he might need to wait till he graduates. Sure. So. Uh, and then talking about back-to-back uh, recruiting Georgia State wide receivers, Auburn also offered a a veteran Vanderbilt defensive end uh, for second offseason in a row, and Nate Clifton, who on the year had 12 tackles, five and a half sacks, and also had an interception as well. And I, was that interception? Okay, yeah, well, I thought the interception was the one against us, uh, but it was not. Uh, another veteran presence for the defensive line and a guy who's had success in the SEC. Yeah, I mean, that's another another solid. I mean, all these offers make sense. I was just going to let you kind of list them off. <laughs> all right, and la- or last two, sticking with the defensive line, definitely a position that Auburn needs to go at just to get depth. Uh, defensive lineman from Michigan State, uh, sophomore Derek Harmon. Who that's a program year- that's going to see some turnover this year. <laughs> You're not lying. Uh, 16 tackles for Derek Harmon, one and a half sack, also forced a fumble. Uh, he had well, 16 solo tackles, had 40 total, and one pass deflection as well for the young defensive tackle from a program that is seeing a lot, a lot, a lot of transfer outs, but are probably going to be one of the better. I can honestly say Michigan State pulling in a very good transportal class just because of Jonathan Smith. Uh, just depending on how many Oregon State Beavers he wants to bring over to the Big Ten with him. Uh, and last player I saw, uh, position another position, I don't know, position of need, but definitely a position that needs depth. Uh, defensive back from Kansas State, Will Lee the third. 
uh, sophomore uh, corner from again Kansas State. Uh, Thirty-two tackles on the year, forty-two total. Had a forced fumble, fumble recovery, two interceptions, and uh, six pass deflections on the year. Uh, position uh, that Auburn's going to be losing two of the best in the country. Uh, DJ James, Nimai Pritchett, so definitely a guy you're definitely going to need depth and experience. experience at. Because right now, what your starting corner next year is going to be a true sophomore in Kindly. Yeah, kindly. I, I mean, this is this one I, I think is probably the most exciting of that group outside of Will Shepard. Uh, a guy that can come in and make an instant impact. And it's not that I think that Auburn doesn't have dogs in that DB room. I mean, we know where we stand on that regard. But at the same time, bringing in someone with experience, especially in, in, in Big 12 experience at that. And I say that because of the pass-heavy offense in the Big 12. Not that that's not kind of a widespread epidemic at this point, but a lot of a lot of reps and a lot of cardio, a lot of downfield coverage, being able to rotate in and out. Um, I won't say the game's slower in the SEC level because it's certainly not, but it's a different breed of football, a little bit different brand of football that I think tailors to someone with that kind of conditioning and also that kind of experience. I think that, that translates quite nicely. So um, I like that. I like that offer a lot, obviously. Uh, makes makes a ton of sense. I, uh, I like your next talking point here on the rundown, Dylan, um, a lot. And I, and I feel like we are reentering the same territory we were in last year. Yeah. Uh, as it actually happened this time around, though. Uh, so last offseason, the rumor mill was just a twirling and a spinning and a going about how Brock Vandegrift, the Georgia backup quarterback, the perennial Georgia backup quarterback, is going to set his sights on trying to transfer in to uh, and for the Auburn Tigers. And I'm just baffled by the amount of fans that want this to happen because you I do not want Brock Randegriff. I don't think y'all do. I don't think y'all seen enough film of him. He might, he five star, yes, sure. Why not? There's a reason he hasn't started yet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> There's a reason that they they went with Carson Beck over over Brock Vandegrift, and and I'm not I actually I am knocking on Carson Beck. I don't think he's all that good. Um, I think he's fine. Vandegrift clearly cannot be that good. Granted, UGA backup quarterbacks have success elsewhere. That tends to that tends to happen, but at the same time, I'm telling you folks, watch his film. His his deep ball is not that accurate. He doesn't have the cannon that I think a lot of people think he does, and I, he just he does not make sense in an RPO. Yeah, I'll say it. He makes no sense in an RPO. Uh, he's not the guy you want. Now, watch Auburn offer him and watch him commit. That I mean, that would just be it makes sense. But he yeah. he is currently crystal ball to the Kentucky Wildcats. That one would make some sense. Taking over Devin Devin Leary out, right? Yeah, just go from one pocket passer to another pocket passer. Yeah. It's and I saw someone today say that Hugh Freeze was only running the RPO this year because it's the easiest to learn. Yeah, he's running the RPO because that's what he does. Yeah, that's, I think that's the only offense he's ever run because you you don't run the RP you're not not running the RPO and you have uh like a two twenty five hundred yard passer and then like well some some Ole Miss days had like four five five hundred plus yard not four but three like four hundred plus yard rushers on the team like yeah. he's he wants to run the ball right at the same pace he wants to pass the ball and you're also committing yourself to if you don't get a good offensive line. What are you going to do with a quarterback who runs like a four, eight, four, nine, forty? Who's right. not that fast, not that quick on his feet? You're basically submitting yourself to the same like early season woes and late season woes you got from Peyton Thorne whenever the offensive line just completely broke down on him. But here's the difference between that: Peyton Thorne can at least move. 
out of the way. Sure. I don't I don't think Brock Vandegrift is I, I don't think that's a step up from Peyton Thorne. I would argue that it's not even a lateral move from Peyton Thorne. Sure. He doesn't even have the experience, the in-game experience exactly. and, and the the uh, I guess time to develop decision making, which you know do with that as you will. But uh, while while we're on the topic, I mean let's let's go ahead and pop down to the big board and we can come back to the other Auburn news here in just just a moment. But let's go ahead and talk to pop down to the quarterback big board. We know that Max Johnson's gone to UNC, so he's off the board. Um, there's still a lot of interesting names um, still out there. Tyler Van Dyke, Will Howard out of Kansas State, Will Rogers out of Mississippi State, which I don't I don't think either of us would, would necessarily be a proponent of. Oh, I, I've heard that he might be a Washington lock. I saw that as well. Um, which, great, great, great fit. Yeah, absolutely. Nate Johnson uh, out of Utah, Grayson McCall out of Coastal Carolina. I think a lot of people still putting their eggs in the McCall basket. Riley Leonard appears – to be out of the conversation from what I've read. Uh, He's at Auburn. taking a visit to Notre Dame yeah. the, tomorrow, I think. Notre Dame, it, it feels like that is inevitable. Um, Notre Dame, uh, he could be classmates with Tyler Buckner yet again. Um, Buckner <laughs> obviously returning to the Fighting Irish to play the cross, as we all as we all expected. Uh, KJ Jefferson out of Arkansas. Cam Ward out of Wazoo. Now, that's an interesting one. There's been a lot, a lot of people talking about and um, hopping on the Wazoo, excuse me, former Wazoo quarterback Cam Ward, uh, his train to come to Auburn. I don't really know that I've heard much, if any, smoke, Dylan. Uh, I, at first, you heard a lot because he was like one of the first quarterbacks Auburn offered uh, as soon as they entered the portal. But it seems like Auburn's kind of falling behind over some. I've been hearing Cam Ward might be going to Oregon. That would fa- that would work out. That would track. And, and like that would make a ton of sense. Also, um, Florida State. Yeah, that I mean, that's going to be certainly a situation next year. What's going to happen at Florida State? Speaking of, I'm sorry, guys, you guys got screwed, and I wasn't on the live stream. Uh, but uh, I'll never apologize to FSU again. Just never done it before, but here we are. Um, Cam Ward be an interesting one, like a good, like you said, good fit at Oregon. A couple of interesting names today as we're recording. Um, Kyle McCord entering the portal from Ohio State. I mean, what the hell? That was okay. Here we are. Um, Ryan Day was born on third base and continues to find ways to screw that up. Yeah, he did that himself. Uh, yeah. Whenever, as soon as he got he got asked a question about uh, who he if he's going to rock with McCord going into the off season or going into the next season, uh, he just couldn't commit to him. So, yeah, I wouldn't. If your coach, if your coach can't commit to you, why would you commit to him? Exactly. Um, Dylan Gabriel out of Oklahoma also entering the entering the portal, which I think would be very funny if he transferred back to UCF to finish his career under Gus Malzahn after Plumlee leaves, but that certainly won't happen. I just think it would be very funny. Um, <laughs> Gabriel's an interesting one. Uh, it looked like that guy, that, that young man, could really have a future in the league, and then he went to Oklahoma, and everyone was like, never mind. Uh, I don't think he does have a future in the league. This I, I'm not I'm not seeing any smoke linking him, linking him to Auburn. Nothing tangible, Dylan. Nothing that, that has feet. He, he kind of goes along the same lines as a Brock Vandegrift. Like, the fans kind of want him, but I don't think they've really watched him enough to really – like. It, it, I think Dylan, he's certainly better than Brock Vandegrift. Like, I think not... that too, but also Dylan Gabriel cost Oklahoma some games and, and this past year. I, I don't think he's – he's not going to be your great – like, a good pickup at, in the transfer portal that's going to turn your program around back in, back into, like, an eight, nine-win season. Sure. Uh, or, or more, and – I mean, out out of the list. I mean, I know Will Howard is apparently visiting USC uh, soon. Uh, Cam Ward uh, again. I think I've heard a lot of smoke towards Oregon. Can I give you just vibes for Dylan Gabriel real quick? Just like a vibe location. How about NC State? That would not be bad. 
because uh, they're losing a couple, I believe. I mean, Brandon Armstrong's gone. Yeah. He's out of eligibility. And Dylan Gabriel feels like a slightly better Brandon Armstrong. Is it because he's left-handed? I don't know. Maybe that's it. I'm talking about like production-wise in, in terms of yeah. uh, productivity. I, I, that feels similar. Like NC State's just never going to be one of those bubble teams. Um, and they're cool going 8-4, and 9-3 and having a couple of cool upsets a year or one, one upset a year um, in that wacky, ugly gray stadium, that ugly slate gray. Um, yeah, that I don't know. Vibes say NC State for Dylan Gabriel. I have no reason to believe that, but that one just that one just tracks to me. And, and I have one name that I've I've not heard a lot of Auburn fans talk about, but I've heard a Georgia Southern fan talk to me about, uh, and John Conley. Uh, how interesting would it would it be for Auburn to look at the James Madison product and Jordan McLeod? Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Um, but it he would be, be interesting. He might go to straight to he might go straight to Indiana with the I'm about but. to say I I had heard a lot about Indiana. Um and I'm not I'm not for sure that Auburn would even be interested. It, I think there's a completely different Sunbelt quarterback that still remains a high priority target for Auburn. Um and we'll see how that pans out. I, I presume you mean a, a certain uh quarterback that well, resides in Alabama? No, I was talking about the former oh. to clear. Oh, I, I forgot that. I thought you were going with the Troy route because you were right on your prediction for the Sun Belt. No, no. I was, by the way, I was right on my prediction for the Sun Belt with literally nothing else. Um, but <laughs> I saw I was referring to Grayson McCall, um, who yeah. I don't know, just because new shiny names come into the portal. I get it. Like, you want to go get people, but like, don't lose sight here, folks. That is a great prospect. <laughs> that um, Grayson McCall, low key, feels like a more athletic, um, like Stidham kind of transfer. Um, just off, I don't know, vibes. Maybe they kind of look the same, have the same haircut. Maybe I that's don't know. It. Jared Stidham is like the premier athlete of the sport. I don't think I've ever seen someone as athletic as Jared. Yeah, Stidham. no, you're right. Yeah, no, he's one of the most athletic people I've ever seen. Um, so very interesting to keep a pulse on the on the quarterback situation. I'm actually less pissed about right. it this year than I was last year. Another interesting one would be AJ Swan. Yeah, that just feels like a real gamble to me. Uh, I think that I think he's got he the goods, but I want to see him prove it elsewhere. I I, I agree with that. Because uh, I don't know if it's anything to do do with AJ Swan and Will Shepard, uh, just bring the Vanderbilt duo back to the plane. AJ Swan, like I feel like that's a really talented quarterback that could wind up at like Syracuse. Uh, like I, I, you know what I mean? Like that feels like the next it, it, great washed up Syracuse quarterback, like a like a Garrett Schrader. Like yeah, Garrett, exactly what I'm saying. Ad, yeah. Athletic quarterback who definitely went to a bad school. A bad yeah. SEC school, and yeah. then turned turned around, turned into like an all time great elsewhere. Yeah, except yeah, that, for Garrett Schrader wound up like getting a career ending injury at Syracuse this year, but whatever. Yeah, uh, he had a great beard though. The orange, not going bowling, not going bowling. <laughs> there are also other names around, but I don't think any of them really have any real leeway towards Auburn. I, people are trying to say Dante Moore. No. I don't think Dante Dante. No. We're not getting Dante Moore, and also I don't really want Dante Moore. Yeah, no, no thanks. Uh. Also, I hate the transfer portal rankings because they just rank the players with the most eligibility higher. For I guess in in theory, that's more of a value, right? Yeah, but I would rather win now than win later. Sure. All right, fine. And Go get Kyle I, McCord. I, I no, I mean, there's no like, way you don't want Kyle McCord. He's not coming to Auburn. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't, he's not a bad quarterback. I just think that there were definitely games last year with Ohio State that could have he's, been won if he was he's a better a true quarterback. Freshman. Kyle McCord was not a true freshman last year. Redshirt freshman? No. McCord? 
Yeah, Kyle McCord was not a true freshman. I thought he was a. I thought he was a true freshman. I think he's a redshirt. He's either a redshirt sophomore. Or he's a redshirt junior. He's one of those two. He's a junior, my guy. Is he actually? Did he yeah, for a couple he's years. He's been there a hot minute. He's been there for three years. Hmm. But he's got three years of eligibility left. No, two years. Probably two. Huh. True junior with two seasons of eligibility remaining. Thank you, Ohio State football. Thank you. That's interesting. True junior, two seasons left of eligibility. Uh, definitely, he sat behind what C.J. Stroud and who was before Stroud? Was it Haskins? No, that would be Justin Fields. Justin Fields, that's right. <laughs> Not uh, bad dudes to sit behind, by the way. Exactly. Just uh, Ohio State's had a pretty good stretch. Definitely one of the worst ones they've had in a hot minute with Kyle McCord. He's a decent quarterback. I just don't. Worst think. ones they've had. May, might I remind you of Cardell Jones? Cardell Jones has a ring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro, bro was not that good. Yeah, he's he didn't lose to Michigan. <laughs> Fair. He also <laughs> didn't play against Michigan. He did not, <laughs> but he also didn't go to Ohio State to play school. <laughs> so that's true. Uh, but yeah, black uh, for just to sum all that up. Uh, Auburn, please pick up someone not named. Gunner, or not Gunner, actually, Gunner. I think the summary is Auburn go get the right guy. Like, in terms yes. of like, like, don't just go get a quarterback, don't do what you did last year. You went and got a quarterback for the sake of getting a quarterback. Don't tell me Peyton Thorne was target 1A the whole time. We know he you, was. You, you panicked, yeah. I mean, well, you had to, you had to, yeah. Um, and and I get it, but like, go get someone proven. Um, I'm also just gonna go ahead and put this out there before we transition back into the Auburn news. Um, I am in no way, shape, or form on the KJ Jefferson wagon, I'm not. I don't. I think it'd be a. It'd be like a stretch. It'd be a. I think he could be good in the system. I just don't know how good he would be in the system here. I mean, if you're gonna go get a one, well, go get a one year rental that you know is gonna work. And like, like a Grayson McCall or a Cam Ward. Yeah. Or I just, even, a Will Howard. I think yeah, would also be like guys. something, something like that. Like I, and I do think you want a one-year rental. I absolutely think you want a one-year yeah. rental because I think then after that, you just go all in and give, give, the, give Walker White the keys. Like at that point, like if you're going to build, that's year three of the Hugh Freeze tenure. That's that's your guys at that point essentially, and you've got your quarterback that sat for a year and learned. I think at that point you could start home growing, right? Like you would, oh, you would, sure. you would think that's where you're at, and that's where you want to continue to be in theory. Yeah, and I mean, you got it. I, I don't think Tyler Van Dyke could be a good fit. I, I've been thinking a lot about that one a lot. Uh, Will Rogers, I just don't think he's an RPO guy. Uh, did not rush the ball enough. Nate Johnson, I don't think has the experience right now to be that guy. Ryan Leonard, Notre Dame guy. Uh, KJ would not fit. McCord would not be a fit. Gabriel would not be a fit. Or I guess Gabriel would be athletically a fit, but I don't think as a as a quarterback he'd be a he'd, – he'd get you – over the hump that you need to get to in year two. Uh, but with that, yeah, get Grayson McCall. I think Grayson McCall would be the best, like, bridge one-year rental from this year to Walker White. I think Grayson McCall can win you, like, nine games next year. So Yes. I'm <laughs> dialing it back down and just never picking up and win 10 games again. So <laughs> Bridge quarterback is in the Golden Gate Bridge, like the pinnacle of bridges. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, like look, look, look what Jared Stidham did, right? Like, getting you out of the mud and then getting you primed and ready for Bonex. Like, and, and say what you want about Bonex, but like, that was the guy you're primed and ready for. You have a better quarterback developer. I mean, hell the dude's in go, he's going to New York. Like, like that's not hypothetical anymore. Like Bonex is going to New York. Like Auburn gets their fourth Heisman. <laughs> right. 
build the statue now. Uh, but just go into more Auburn news. Auburn had four players uh, added to the AP All SEC teams. Two on the first team being, and you probably guessed these if I made it a game. Uh, defensive tackle Marcus Harris and yep. safety Jalen Simpson, uh, definitely two of the best players from this from the past season. Marcus Harris, absolute monster. Jay Simp, uh, I just want to say. Someone predicted Jay Simp to lead Auburn in interceptions and defensive touchdowns. You got it right. And I got that right. Don't look at my other stat predictions. I got that one right. So, neither here nor there. And here's uh, some sec- names that you weren't expecting on the second. <laughs> well, one of them we're not really expecting. Uh, but second team, I'll start off with the one you probably could have guessed, tight end Rivaldo Fairweather. Yeah, okay. I, I think he fits that mold. There was not a lot of good tight ends in the SEC. Sure, sure. I think Rivaldo did enough. If the bar's uh, on the floor, then fine. Uh, and speaking of the bar being on the floor, uh, offensive guard Gunner Britton. That doesn't tell you respectfully. I mean, I appreciate everything Gunner did for Auburn, but if that doesn't tell you how weak the SEC was at the offensive line position or the guard position and just the whole the guard position specifically. Like, uh, yeah, he had games where he was the best offensive lineman on the field at any given time. Like as a as a as a prospect, he's really good. But holy crap, was he inconsistent. I, yeah. I would like to go game by game, and I'm not going to do this because I don't have the time nor the need to do this. I would love to do a count of which offensive linemen were penalized the most. And he's top, he's at least top three uh, alongside, you know, Xavier Miller and Dylan Wade and then Gunnar Britton right there in terms of holding and false starts. Right. And I would love to do like how many of those were just called during big plays that happened during the game. But, I mean, I like the fact that Auburn got recognized in, in this, in the AP teams. just want to say Auburn had two in the first team. Ole Miss didn't have a single one. Just want to put that out there. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I couldn't go wrong with the first team. Second team, a little bit arguable. Right. Uh, and in terms of that first teamer and Jalen Simpson, he actually has came out and said that he is going to be playing – in the bowl game, in the Music City Bowl against the Maryland Terrapins, uh, and I, I think that's huge. I, sure. I don't, I don't think he has that much more to prove. No, I don't. But I mean, good on him. I mean, I ultimately, if, if you want to play your last game, I, I respect Bo Nix for doing yeah. it too. By the way. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, also at that point, at his, at his point in his career, like why not? <laughs> like, like, just do it. <laughs> I mean, how, how what's what's his shelf life in the NFL coming in at what twenty four? 23? 23. 23. Yep. Yeah. Uh, why not? Uh, and I, I always respect players who are willing to play the bowl games. I mean, he might not, he probably won't play the whole game, but at least he's going out there and playing and practicing sure. with his team. Absolutely. And not just giving up on their team. But uh, Jalen Simpson, also one of those players who's going to the senior bowl as well. Yep. Tar, very familiar with the senior bowl. Uh, one yeah. of my favorite pictures of you. I'm <laughs> a senior bowl enthusiast. Bowl. Uh, Jay Simp, DJ James, Nehemiah Pritchett, and oh lord, there's one more. Is Gunner not going? I don't know if he got invited. I thought Gunner received an invite. Don't no, don't quote me on that. I think it was DBs. I think it was all four DBs. That would track pretty hard. I don't know if it was Puckett though. That'd be a weird one. Keontae, it was Keontae. What Keontae am I? Scott. Hello, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm an yeah, idiot. There's, there's your four Reese Senior Bowl. That'll be fun. No, I'll uh, get to that. I hope they do the Auburn package. I hope they have an Auburn package. That'd fun. be funny. It's like a uh, one drive has the Auburn package in it. <laughs> uh, 
other Auburn news, uh, Zach Etheridge, uh, per Hoke, I believe. I think it was Hoke that said it. Yeah. I could definitely check my – I believe it's Hoke. Interviewing for the ULM job. Yeah, just Hoke said, yeah. Uh, told that, that sucks. That sucks pretty bad. Um, he, he interviewed, did not get the job. Oh. So it went to uh, a former UAB staffer, Bryant right. Vincent, That's uh, right. who got hired. But Zach Etheridge did interview for the job. So. Which means he is in the interview land and uh, the uh, head coaching job market to see if he he can uh, test his waters there. But you get to keep him. I I for whatever reason I didn't realize that that was that was finalized or announced. Nor nor have I been on my phone in the past seventy two hours. Um, so that's really been that. Um, I'm glad to keep him on staff. Then that's that's good to hear. Yeah, one of the one so. of the closers, if you will. Uh, let's let's talk for a second about some news right before we recorded the show. Damari Alston. <laughs> Going on Twitter and quote tweeting uh, the reports uh, from on three, I believe, right? The KJ Bolden. Um, yeah, uh, Je- Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Lee. Lee. Yeah, Jeff Lee. Um, the KJ Bolden visited Auburn again this week, and it sounds like the the Tigers are in the mix to flip him from the Knowles, which we've not really given up on KJ Bolden, um, kind of at all. Um, and then Demari Austin quote tweeting it with a lock. I don't know if Demari knows any more than we do. <laughs> I don't, uh, but that's pretty fun. Uh, just something to keep on the back burner. Um, so if test test the water, see if anybody is like paying attention. That's right, KJ Bolden. Um, if uh, if he flips, then uh, you can uh, put Damari Austin as lead recruiter on twenty four seven. Him next. and Walker White are right. just are teaming up in the recruiting world because the, the ever ever increasing in crazy that is uh, recruiting. That's right. So we we are still trying to figure out if there's any because during the live stream, people throw at me that Ryan Williams is his like big announcement is going to be he's reclassifying, right? And I don't know if that means reclassifying sticking with Bama, or reclassifying and flipping to Auburn. I've also heard word that I didn't I don't know uh, it's crowd credible sort, but other recruits that Auburn might be in in the potential to be flipping. But I do want to look and see. It'd be a fun little flip miss. Be a very fun flip miss. Uh, so. If Auburn were to pick up KJ Bolden, they are currently at the 11th ranked class in the country. And if they got KJ Bolden, they would jump up to five. That's nuts, by the way. Auburn currently with two five stars and 12 four stars, five three stars in the class. Uh, this class is ridiculous. We we were, I think, what would we say? We think we were like top 12 in year one. That's where we want to be. I was expecting that top 12 to be like correct in the sense of it potentially being higher, higher like top 10, top seven right. category. But I mean, it's not finalized until I sign the dotted line. Right. So I got to You still got to You're the best recruiting you can do right now is uh, retaining. Right. Uh, keeping retention. players, retention, keeping players committed. You like where you are right now. You could love where you're at in, uh, in, a, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Cause uh, Cam Coleman, uh, Perry Thompson been very loyal to the Tigers since he flipped a uh, huge recruiter uh, and TJ Lindsay, the four-star defensive tack or edge rusher out of IMG. He announced earlier this either today or yesterday or well, as a show comes as a recording, which is Monday, either a Monday or Sunday that he is completely shutting down his uh, recruitment and is 100% with the Tigers. So that's huge. Want a lot more of that. I would love uh, to get, uh, 18 more of those posts, which I may have already done. That. I just want <laughs> recommitment to the Tigers posts is what I need, just so I can go into the early signing period with uh, a lot of confidence. That's right. That's uh, right. But 
yeah, he'd be a, he'd be a huge, huge pickup uh, if KJ Bolden were to flip from Florida State to Auburn and would just do numbers for Hugh Freeze getting a top five class in year one. Yeah, that would be absolutely nutty. We'll, we'll see where, where Auburn shakes out. We're getting closer and closer to that early signing day. I mean, it is right around the corner. Um, so we're, we're, we're getting there. That'll be a fun one. And we'll uh, keep what you up. It's the 20... Is that, is that week of Christmas, right? I thought it was after Christmas. Because I remember that I our first... My schedule's all types of messed up. <laughs> it's unbelievable, dude. I don't know. It's early signing early day. Early signing day is on... The 20th. 20th. Yep. Right before Christmas. You're right. Yeah. So Because I remember last year we had our first ever episode of the College Loop right after signing the early yeah, signing period. Know. And that yep. was just a lot of fun. That was uh, so hopefully, hopefully this one stays being a lot of fun. Uh, yep. But before we get to our home stretch here with our last three sports, we got to talk about the day. Tar, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling I'm feeling loopy. I've had a day, so I'm feeling loopy. <laughs> feeling, well, you know what? There's a shirt that would be perfect for how you're feeling. In the College Loop Report branded College Loop T-shirt. comes in five colorways. The most comfortable shirt you're ever going to wear, purchase, or get as a gift for a family member or a loved one or a friend or a boss, you know, who does Yeah. I, I always say, get one for your dog. Why not? Why they not? should be able to feel as loopy as you do. Five right. colorways comes in Navy, Heather Navy comes in black, Heather Brat, And of course, midnight gray as well. Shirt again, most comfortable shirt you're ever going to buy three out of three loopers agree best shirt you're ever going to wear. And of course, once shirt, you get your feeling shirt, loopy t-shirt, shirt, shirt, uh, once you get it, post it on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that. You can email it to us too. Just make sure you have the hashtag feeling loopy. That way we can find it. That way we can react to it. And that way you can get a nice little shout out on the show for supporting us here at the College Loop. And again, holiday season's right around the corner. And by right around the corner, I mean it's like now. We're here. Exactly. We are We are in the winter times. That's right. No, not really. We're still, it's still fall, but yeah. We're getting close to winter times. That's right. Uh, and seasons, greetings, and getting your feeling loopy shirt for every single person, and putting it under the tree for your family and all that. All right. that may want one. And while you're down there, grabbing the link in the description to go purchase your very own feeling loopy t-shirt, make sure that you hit like, subscribe, and ring the bell right here on the YouTube channel. We are at what I like to refer to as DNSH, which is damn near 700 subs. And if you guys can help us get there, I think we're like seven short. We're like in the neighborhood. Like we're not. Yeah, we are at six ninety three. Six ninety three. Yeah, we're we are knocking on the door. If we get to seven hundred subs uh, after this video, that would make me uh, out of this world happy. While you guys are here, like I said, like, subscribe, ring the bell, drop your comments. Tell us which quarterback you're rooting for Auburn to go pull out of the transfer portal. Let us know where you think Auburn State can stand at the end of the this recruiting cycle. Once uh, all the lines or names are signed on the dotted line. See if we can get them early, folks. What do you say about that? So you don't have to keep biting your nails. They're at least locked in for a year. I know that all of you guys are are anxious to see where Q Freeze and company can can uh, have Auburn sitting at the end of that process. If you're listening on one of the streaming services that is not YouTube, thank you guys so much for your love and support. Thank you for listening. Glad you're here hanging out with us here on the College Loop. Make sure you give us five stars, thumbs up, whatever the rating is that is the highest on your platform of choice. We certainly appreciate it. It does wonders for the algorithm. Share the show with a friend. Make sure that everybody jumps in. We're getting into bowl season. Really, really excited for Bowl Mania. If you're a sports better, uh, I'm not uh, at any point of the year anymore. I gave that up a long time ago, except for bowl games. I absolutely love betting on bowl games. Um, and I make like dollar, $2 bets um, on uh, on my uh, choose, chosen sports book, um, which is actually MGM in New Jersey. It's my girlfriend's my bookie. Uh, but 
yeah, that's a, that's a ton of fun. I uh, certainly appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. And let's continue the show by talking a little bit about Auburn basketball. Obviously, Tigers going to take on Indiana in holiday hoops giving this Saturday. I will be a witness along with a couple of friends of the program, uh, and we will do a full breakdown for that on Thursday as the Tigers are coming off the heel the heels of a loss in Boone, North Carolina, where you got court storm. That's where you, that's how you know to say the program's good. No need to stress about that one. Um, Dylan Harper announces his commitment on Wednesday. I don't even know why he's bothering uh, Auburn's top five and his top five. That's great. That's good. My uh, father-in-law was rubbing it into me this week that Rutgers, his alma mater, will be in, uh, obtaining one the, the commitment from one Dylan Harper, which is just objectively true. I don't even know why we're messing around with this. If Bruce flips him, I'm sorry. Um, the kid's going to Rutgers. He's a lock. Uh, have fun in Piscataway. Wishing you the best. Uh, women's basketball will travel and take on Little Rock, which they they play every single year. I swear they play Little Rock every single year. Um, on the 10th, um, we'll have a full breakdown for that once again on the Thursday show. Uh, as for gymnastics, it is time. Auburn Gymnastics is nearly returning. Uh, the preview meet will be on December 15th. That's a lot, 10 days as, uh, away from the show as it's coming out. Admission is going to be free, and the meet will be at 7 p.m. Central Time. So that's your one opportunity not have to pay a buttload of money to go see Auburn Gymnastics this year because they do sell out every single meet, and it is one of the most electric environments in all of, of college sports, uh, just to be completely frank with you. Is a ton of fun. Make sure you make your way there. Yeah, huge, huge storyline following gymnastics this year. Uh, you are now without Darren Gilborn. And that's right. Suni Lee. And Suni Lee. And why is it losing my brain? Cassie. Who are you no. It's Cassie back. Cassie back. back. Yeah, that's right. She, that's her whole thing. She's coming one more year. That's right. So no Suni, no Darion, but. Still packed house and a lot of talent on that Auburn gymnastics roster, especially with this freshman class that they brought in. I mean, they, you know, oh, they just, yeah, that's just nuts. he's unbelievable, unbelievably good. That's all we've got right here for the college Lib today. If you guys want, like I said, just a moment ago, please make sure you like, subscribe, and ring the bell, drop a comment. Comments, guys, I'm telling you, they help the algorithm so freaking much. I know it sounds like I'm begging for clicks and I a little bit am, but this is how we grow the, <laughs> grow the fan base. I'm so serious. We want to hear your takes too, because we want to be able to highlight them on the show. Make sure you guys give us your thoughts on who you want for the quarterback uh, to play quarterback for Auburn next year. Who do you want to go grab out of the portal? Where do you think that this tra transfer class and this recruiting cycle class can wind up? Also, just give us your general thoughts on life. You know, uh, what, what are you guys doing to celebrate the holidays? Who have you shared the college loop with? And uh, what is your, uh, I don't know, what's your favorite holiday tradition? We want to hear that uh, as well right here on the College Loop Podcast. You can go pick up the link to the, you can go pick up your very own Feeling Loopy uh, College Loop War Report Podcast Network co-branded t-shirt from the link in the description. Make sure you use hashtag Feeling Loopy whenever you post that on whatever social media makes you happy. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. You guys are the best. Like I said, we're at DNSH, damn near 700 subscribers. So please help us get there right here on the YouTube channel. I'm Harris Sitar at Buy Here Sitar on the Bird app. I sound like I'm at the end of a med medicine commercial where it's like, please read all the descriptions. If you're pregnant or planning to become pregnant, please consult a doctor or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm here, Centauri. Buy your Centauri on the Bird app on Instagram. If you guys want to come hang out, some of your best takes, some of your worst takes, some of your most mediocre takes. I want to hear all of them, and I want to interact with you guys. There's a fly in my room. Bear with me. I had three cups of coffee this evening. It's been a day. So without further ado, Dylan, I'll let you tell everybody where they can find us on all of our social media platforms. Make sure you guys come out and hang out with us there and tell them where they can find you. Love you, support you. Let's go home. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We will see you guys on Thursday. Of course. I'm Dylan Lock, a -boy Tank on Twitter slash X. Of course, that's at Y-A-B-Y, the tank. I also have an Instagram as well, at Dylan Lock, at D-Y-L-E-N-L-E-R-C-K. And, of course, you have us right on the college loop. We should like, comment, subscribe. Uh, right here on the YouTube. You also have us on Twitter slash X YouTube, or right here on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, all at the College Loop. Go with the follow because we are booming, at least on Twitter. 
and uh, YouTube. We all we love to get, interact with y'all. So send us comments and us takes. We'll, if it's good enough, we'll put it on the show, and we'll stand by that. And of course, if you're tired of watching the show and you just want to listen to it, if you like, if you like listen to a podcast while you drive, got us that for you. Got us there as well on Spotify, Podcast, Google Podcast, and Amazon Music. Let us know if you're going to the Music City Bowl. I don't think I am anymore because for some reason. In a 12-hour span, the tickets just shot up in price. So I don't know how likely I am to go, but I will be watching on TV. So if you're going, let us know. Uh, we'll wish you the best of uh, the best of fun uh, on another trip for the Auburn Tigers in Nashville. Uh, but with all of that being said, War Eagle, and this has been the College Loop Podcast. Love you guys.